Welcome to Inspiration Narratives, a short series of conversation highlighting creatives from underrepresented communities. In honoring their work and creativity, we take a deeper dive into the times, moments, and influences that encapsulates why these creatives do what they do, and if, how, and where they use their medium to celebrate the cultures they come from. These are the stories that need to be told. This is Inspiration Narrative. The first moment was when I met Steve. Um, you know, I met Steve because um, at the time I was uh, I was thinking about launching and, and starting my own um, sneaker publication, and then I had a close friend, and, a close friend and colleague of mine that you know I was sharing you know my visions with, and he was like, "Yo, have you met?" Uh, I I needed. He was like, I need to introduce you to uh, a friend of mine that I was dorming with when I was going over when I was over at LIU. Um, you know, you remind me so much of him. He reminded me so much of you. And then I know he he's in the process of starting his own publication and geared towards the same you know um, narrative that you're looking to build, which is you know sneakers, hip hop, culture, and so on and so forth. And I was I was like, oh word. You know, and generally, majority of times, you know, you hear something like that, you know, you get very competitive. But for me, it was just like, yo, it, it was just like, you know, serendipitous in the sense that, like, you know, a, a, a real close friend of mine knows someone else that is in the same headspace as me and looking to do the same exact thing. So I was just like, I was just like, what? I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, introduce me. Um, and at that time, that was that those were aim days. So, you know, um, he connected us via AIM. And from that point on, it was just like him and I were like pretty much stuck at the hip. You know what I'm saying? Like like just sharing ideas, just sharing moments, just like, you know, and that was the birth of GFC New York, you know. Um, at that time, we didn't, we weren't thinking about GFC. We just, you know, it was just really the bond that we had and, and you know, the, the similarities and the things that we liked and, you know, like, us going to Dave Chappelle's block party together, like, you know, us figuring out the hustle and bustle, trying to, you know, find the location of that and end up, be, end up going to that and being able to witness, like, hip-hop history that day. Like, the Fugees came back together that day just to perform at the block party, you know? So it was moments like that that was even prior to the business that just made it feel like I'm moving in the right direction towards, like, where we should be going. And then, you know, Later on that year is when we started we started the company. I didn't even know that. And thinking about what Dave Chappelle did with Block Party, yeah. that was a moment. Like now I'm have, I yeah. want to go back and watch it and, <laughs> and try to yeah, see if I can see y'all in the joint. <laughs> yeah, yeah that was that was that was a definite moment. Like Erica Badu taking her wig off and then just like being free, like and everybody just falling more in love with her. You know, it's just it's just. It's just things like that that just make you see, you know, the excellence of, you know, blackness and the excellence of the culture and just the the, the synergy and the connection that you have with your, you know, your peers and your brothers and your sisters and so on and so forth. So it's like when you when you just feel when you just in that in those moments or a multitude of moments like as that, you know, you you don't want to feel and live no other way. So it's just like it's almost the same way as when folks, you know, they, they say like when you first take drugs and, and, you, and you get that high and then every other high after that is like you're trying to chase that first high. It's, you know, it's to me, it's kind of the same in essence, you know, it was, it was like 
a multitude of moments in your early 20s and you're, you're living and you're experiencing these moments that you always envision. And then when you actually actualize them and then you're like, yo, there's no other way I want to live. And so, you know, from that point on, you figure out how to like build, you know, um, a way to support that sort of lifestyle. And I think, you know, the majority of people in the world should be, you know, living that way. But, you know, it's a, it's a lot of things that, you know, we as people, we go through um, that, you know, kind of bog us down from chasing our freedom. Um, so that's one of the things I, I appreciate in regards to my career and my narrative up to this point is that I, I, I can't honestly say I am a free man, you know? Yeah, that's beautiful. I I resonate a lot with that just off of, you know, how I started my company, thinking about, you know, creative entrepreneurship in the music space what are your thoughts right now on the the current state of black creatives in music and then also like black creative entrepreneurs and music i love it and i hate it at the same time <laughs> you know um and, and this is me being transparent you know i see things that you know as i was growing up i i, I would have thought i would have never been able to see you know and then i see things that you know i just feel like you know I feel it's progressive, but at the same time, I don't know how progressive it can be, you know? Uh, and when I say it's progressive, I mean, like, it's different. I've, like, I've never seen anything like that before. I know it's offering a different perspective, a, a different option. Um, but I, when I say um, I don't know how far it's going to go, I mean, like, I don't know how... Uh, how the influence that it it spawns, I, I don't know if that's going to be the direction that we as a culture necessarily needs to be moving in, you know? Um, so, you know, I, 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 to me, it's just like, I just look at it as, you know, um, humanity, you know, everything's not going to be so intentional in the direction where I see it should go, you know, because at the end of the day, I, I'm, you know, I'm not the one, you know? I have to, I have to um, practice restraint in that respect and, and honor that, you know, the universe is perfect in, in that way. And, and certain things I may not understand now, but in time, it, it will be understood, you know, it may not even be in my life. Um, so, so for me, you know, there's things that I take a liking to and there's things I don't take a liking to. But a lot of times, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily try to communicate those things because I feel like you're, you're voicing and your communication should be utilized to empower what it is that you 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 want to put to the forefront, as opposed to like um, destroying or taking other people's visions and, and so on and so forth down. So, but as far as where where things are, as far as black creatives, I think you know we're in a space where we're we're able to communicate anything at any time. So this is the the best time for black creatives, and you've been seeing it from you know music to film to fashion to you know, the politics, you know, just everything. Yeah, with that being said, what do you love the most having been and, and still being a Black creative entrepreneur in music? Like, what do you love the most about that? You talked about freedom earlier. So is that something that you love the most or do you love what you just kind of mentioned and us kind of being the, the people that make the impact and, and make the shifts and stuff like that? And like that sense of inspiration from fashion, the movies, everything you just kind of covered. So what would you say you love the most about being a black 
creative entrepreneur in music. And especially, I guess, on the other side of that, being a Black creative entrepreneur in an industry that's not necessarily Black, right? Like a lot of the talents, mm-hmm. people are Black, but like on the business mm-hmm. side, and you work on the business side of things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm you know, on the business side of things, like the labels aren't run by people that look like us. Um, there has been right. over the years, right. there's been people that have started labels, right? Babyface, uh, L.A. Reid, you know what I mean? Like we just kind of game and good on that list of, of names, but thinking about yourself as a, as a black music creative entrepreneur, like what do you love the most? What I love the most is, you know, the, the actualization, um, you know, going from going from dream to manifestation to like you know that process is you know is it's magical you know a lot of times it, you can have visions that are so grand and you're just like how am I even going to get to that point you know so you know being able to work you know with clients and and, and teams and 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 making those dreams become reality is just like, it's, it's so magical, you know, and, 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 and it just drives you to want to go and make the next dream happen, you know? And that's why, so for me, it's the varied experience with the, with the artists that we work with, you know, we've, we've never been um, the type of company where we get caught up. um, We get caught up in a, in a trend or in um, working the same type of thing, you know? Um, Cause for us, it's not, one, it's not challenging, two, it's not informative. You know, we, we, we the, the, the black experience is vast. Um, so for us, it's just like, how do we tap into all those different types of experiences and narratives and people? And, um, and so, you know, when you look at an act like, you know, um, a big crit and then an ASAP Rocky and then like a new, you know, one of our newest acts, Sam Goody or like a Dean Spencer, uh, like, you know, all these acts, you know, they're all black, but their experiences and their upbringings and their narratives and it, it's all completely different, you know? And I feel like, you know, that's th- that option, those options is what's important in regards to being communicated to, you know, our youth, the younger generation and generations to come to just let them know they don't they don't have to be one way they they can be themselves and it's just about communicating and communicating at the highest level you know um and like i said that's one of the main things that i'm proud of as a company that we've been able to like push forward because we never wanted to get caught up in just regards to you know just doing one kind of thing because i if like I know, I know who I was when I was a kid, you know, and I know, and Steve knows who my partner, he knows who he was when he was a kid. And at the end of the day, music, music and art and all, and all that is, is very influential to uh, a youth and the youth uh, developing their identity. You know, you, you come into this world and you don't know who you are, you know, your, your time in this space is you discovering that and you finding that and you finding your purpose and all that. So a lot of times you're going to find your identity and purpose through the things that, you know, your peers start associating with and the things you're, 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 you're watching and reading and ingesting. Um, so for us, it's like, we've always, we've always been conscious about that from day one. So the types of acts that we presented to the world is just being able to, is just being able to 
show that spectrum to a young black kid, you know, and being like, these are several identities. If there's if there's one that resonates with you, then you know, then then connect. But if I was only showing him or her one identity, you know, automatically they're gonna try to connect with that one because they're gonna be like, he looks like me or she looks like me, you know. And I think that is a very uh, I, I feel like that's very um, uh, damaging to a youth psyche. Um, just being pushed one message, just being pushed one story. Um, so as a company, we've always been conscious of, in regards to like being able to showcase all types of act. We're not out here trying to be, you know, um, conscious in the sense of like, you know, just trying to preach over here this is goody two-shoes. Nah, we're trying to be conscious in the way it's like life is about good, bad, and ugly, you know? We're going to show you all of that. And from that, we, we hope you could um cipher with the rest of your peers and, and, and people around you to get an understanding that you feel like it's true to yourself. But I'm never going to tell you, yo, this is what you should be. Yeah, it's beautiful. Thank you. I think you covered like two things, right? Like what you love most about it, but then also what it means to you as far as being able to, you know, show that young man, that young woman, the variety or just the differences and not being stuck to one thing. So I'm, I'm grateful for that perspective. And also just, I look at you in a different light, um, being not necessarily a performer, but like, you know, you were always this guy before we like, you were always around just based off of like our friend circle. And you just were always chill and cool and always had a good vibe. And at the same time, you were an enigma. And it took me a couple of years before I knew like, oh, okay, this is this is who Sane is and this is what he does. And then it all came kind of full circle then like meeting Quaz. And I, I think I don't even have, I don't, I don't think I met Steve-O for the longest. Um, yeah, Steve-O Steve, yeah, in, in the Himalayas, he's hiding. Like you gotta, you, you gotta catch him in the digital space. Like, He's a, he's he's a, he's a unicorn in a sense, you know. He 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 makes sure he makes sure that you know uh, his presence is felt, but at the same time, he doesn't want his presence to be so overwhelming or 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 you know it's it's so, it, things are so different now, especially in this digital space and you know, the age of the influencer and all this other stuff. It's just like. Sometimes you know you keep it can it can mask your true purpose. So at certain times, you know, you you, you try to play you try you try to play different angles um, in regards to what is being played by the masses right now. So like with Steve, um, Steve is a guy who 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 loves the art. Um, he, his his intention is definitely felt through the, the the stuff that you see that he is involved in. Uh, but he never wants to become more than this, that, you know? Um, and it's the same thing with me. It's just that the way we manifest it is differently. Like, you'll see me more than you'll see him, you know? But then, like, with me, I can be very, I can be way more stoic than him, you know? So that, so that's the thing. For him, he's, like, protecting his energy by, like, not being around so much because, that's what allows him to be able be able to like read and see things for what it is. And if he, and if, if he's around so much, 
then that might that might influence how he moves forward in regards to seeing and reading things, you know. Um, so you know, everybody's out here protecting it and just trying to do the best um, that they feel like in regards to their purpose, you know. But so that's 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 the thing. That's that's a major. <laughs> it's funny that you say that because that's always the major thing. Everybody's like, "Yo, where's Steve at? Where's Steve at?" I'm like, "Yo, he's here, man. He's here. You see me? You see him." <laughs> <laughs> right yeah i think protecting your energy is is major and key and that's the space i've been in um the last year uh, or just i guess more conscious and aware of it and, and, and that's always difficult um especially in the space that we live in now right with social media um you know it's it's a it's a it's a space of validation um it's the it's a it's the it's the value system or the value metric that is aligned with it. Um, and, you know, like I said, it's, there's good and there's bad to it. There's good and bad to everything, you know? Um, so, and, it's, and those one, that's one of the things, you know, I've been conscious about from day zero. Um, you know, a lot of the things that we've been able to do early on as a company has been because of social media, you know? Um, but then a lot of the mistakes that we've made as a company has been because of social media as well, you know? So it's just like, you know, um, you just gotta, you know, you just gotta figure out how to navigate yourself and, 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 and who you are through, through, throughout that space. And once again, it's like, you have to, um, know who you are and your purpose and your identity, um, before you really step into that space you know and that's the thing that's scary about it for you know the kids and the youth is like you know they're engaging in that space very 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 early on in life um and a lot of the information on social media you know can feel um factual or true but it is it you know and at times you're reading stuff and you're following stuff that resonates with you. So it's not, it's not necessarily like a thorough, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not a thorough, like, it's not, it's not thorough. It's not a diligent effort in regards to vetting um, purpose and identity and, 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 and truth out. Cause a lot of the times you just falling in line with, with, um, information that aligns with who you feel you may be in that moment already so it's like and that's where i go back is this is this a validation it's, it's, it's a huge medium of validation like if somebody says something or posts something that speaks to you then you automatically liking it and you're retweeting it or you reposting it you know um but that information that that person might may not even be true but just because it resonated with you, you're sharing it with, you know, your hundred thousand or millions or 10,000 followers that you have, you know, and then you just perpetuate in that machine. Uh, so that's the thing that can be pretty toxic about it. You know, there's, it's, it's, it's just a bunch of opinions, a bunch of ideas, it's a bunch of pics, it's a bunch of, you know, anecdotes of, you know, people's feelings and emotions and thoughts in, in, in that moment. But it may change. But you never know. You'll never know that in 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 all actuality, you know. Um, 
but that moment that they they did share with you might be the might be the one that ends up taking your narrative in a whole different direction you know so um it is like i said it's 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 good and bad to it it's just you know you know i just wish you know there was a lot more intention outside of you know um commercial purposes that social media was utilized for you know um not to say it's not but end of the day you know what time it is you know what i'm saying like twitter and instagram and everything they care about algorithms and 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 selling advertising and all that so the end of the day that's 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 the content that you're going to really get fed the most and and as as a youth if you're like 10 11 and that's what you're saying then that's what you're literally going to be more so aligned and geared to i'm not saying that's what you're going to become but the the proper put in that position to to gather that that type of understanding or that agenda is higher you know um so but it's, it's, you know that's where we are this is the era we end we just we got just got to be better fathers better mothers better brothers better sisters better uncles better aunts just you know better peers better um elders for for um the, the the latter generation to come absolutely. or generations that's to say absolutely with that said what does black music month mean to you as a black uh, creative entrepreneur in the music industry um honestly uh, you know black music month is just you know a time to really celebrate you know the history and and the um the accolades and uh and even you know the um the mistakes and the 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 falls of you know black artists you know um when it comes to art uh, you know black blackness and black culture you know we run through it all and through and through you know um black music month is every month you know every year you know we're raising not only our kids but everyone everyone else's kids <laughs> without without art without music you know whether they, whether or not they want to acknowledge it or not you know so Black Music Month is just, you know, that month where that acknowledgement is being, you know, proclaimed. Um, so, you know, with that, you know, we we appreciate that or I appreciate that, you know. Um, but honestly, Black Music Month is every month, you know. This is Inspiration Narrative, an age of the creative original.